Hey there, I'm your host Haley, and welcome to the Sunshine Signal podcast. We are a community of change-making, purpose-driven, and heart-centered young women guided by our mission to become the best versions of ourselves. Each episode, we're supported in our evolution by industry experts, passionate leaders, and inspirational teens just like us, all of whom are setting their souls on fire doing exactly what they love. Whether we're talking about plant-based eating, manifestation, life lessons, and everything in between, these episodes will help you align your present with the life of your dreams and inspire you to unconditionally shine your life. I'm so excited you're here, and without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, loves, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Sunshine Signal podcast. You know what I just realized is today is actually six months exactly from the time that I released the very first episode, which is so crazy. I've been able to talk to so many people, experience so many different things, and honestly just grow so much. Like I was just reflecting back on when I recorded the first couple of episodes and just the amount of personal growth that I've experienced in the past couple of months. It's been so amazing just to see how far I've come and just like how much I've matured and how much my viewpoint has changed on certain things. Yeah, I just thought that that was a little fun six-month anniversary celebration, and it's funny that it ended up falling exactly to the date on the Sunday of the month that I released the episodes, and on that note, I'm just feeling called to say, like, I think oftentimes on social media or, you know, when we do something when we're younger, sometimes we're so ashamed of where where we are in our growth and where we are in our journey, whether it's a picture or something you wrote or art or whatever you did in the past, I think that there can be sometimes a lot of shame about what we've done. Sometimes we make decisions that aren't the best and you look back on something and you're like, oh my God, like, why did I think like that? Or why did I do that? But honestly, just have gratitude for that younger version of yourself because they were doing exactly the best with what they had. Because even at the beginning of this podcast, like even going back to like the episodes and like friendships and things, I'm like, oh, like I have so much insight that I could add to that now. But I look back and I think I was like, oh, that's exactly all the information that I had at that time. And I know that that is going to help so many people because that was exactly the stage of my life that I was at. And it's just like, we're constantly growing and progressing. So just wanted to throw that in there, have a little bit of gratitude towards your younger self. I wanted to start off today's episode by giving you a little bit of a life update because I turned 17. When was it? I think it was last Saturday. Yes. Okay. I just pulled up my calendar, but I turned 17, which was so exciting. And I thought it would be really fun to do an episode on 17 lessons or 17 things I've learned in 17 years. So I wrote down a list of different like lessons or tips or just like things that I've learned over the past couple of years that I thought were really meaningful. They've definitely shaped my growth. And I thought this would be a fun way almost to journal and recap on what I've learned. But I know I also love listening to people reflect upon whether it was just their year, the past couple of years, and just sharing what they've learned. So let's just dive right in. So number one, the first thing I learned in 17 years is sometimes you need to slow down to speed up. And the last solo episode that I did, it was all about balancing rest and productivity because 
as some of you know, I am currently a second semester junior or year 11, if you're in other parts of the world. And life is really busy right now with school. I'm working. I have the podcast. I am trying to balance social life. You know, I have friends that are going to college next year and that are graduating. So I'm trying to spend as much time with them and my family as I can. And there's just a lot on my plate right now. And something that I have really tried to give myself permission to do is the ability to rest. Because I was listening to a podcast episode earlier today, and they were talking about how we don't give ourselves the permission to just take a breather. It's like, I talked about this a little bit in that past episode too, but we're so action-driven as a society. So it's like, sometimes I'll have my to-do list written out in my planner. And then if I only get like two things crossed off of that list, I'm like, oh my God, like, what did I do all day? I feel like the day just went by. It wasn't productive. And then automatically I used to have this mindset shift that I would always be kind of stressed about the next day because I knew that I'd still have so much to do. And I'd be like, oh, but I've realized that when I give myself a break, even if it's not a whole day, because sometimes we always don't have a full day or a full weekend just to let ourselves breathe. If you can give yourself an hour or as much time as you can allot to literally doing nothing work-related and just something super relaxing, super fun, something you've been wanting to do, that I realized will actually speed up your productivity. So with that, that all kind of boiled down to sometimes you need to slow down to speed up and giving yourself that permission to rest. Okay. Number two is from my mom literally the best advice ever honestly like you might want to write this one down in the notes section of your phone or on a sheet of paper and it's super simple but like if you're indecisive with making decisions like me this is going to be a game changer for you so number two is if it's not a heck yes it's a heck no because I know for me when I'm on the fence with even the smallest things like, oh, what do I want to do for dinner? Do I want to work this week or on this day? Or do I want to do this thing with friends? Even big decisions like college is coming up for a lot of people or work or moving to a new place or being committed to a relationship. If you don't feel 110% good about doing something, then it's a no. And I know that that can seem kind of harsh, especially if you're really on the fence about something, because sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't want to regret my decision. But if you don't have that feeling in your gut, like, oh, I am really looking forward to this. Yes, I really want to go out to dinner with these people tonight. Or yes, I really want to move to this city. Or I really want to go on vacation here and have this certain experience. Then just say no. And It might not be, no, you don't ever get to do that experience. But at the time, if you just say no, maybe it's not the right timing and it'll come up again later in life. And there might be another opportunity for you to pursue something really similar. Okay. Number three, you do not have to 110% overdo everything and your best will vary. So this ties into number one about slowing down. And I think something I've realized is depending on how much is on your plate, depending on how you're feeling mentally and physically and emotionally, your best work will vary. Because I know for me, sometimes when I have a lot of time or I'm super passionate about a certain topic, if say I have to give a presentation for class, I may spend 10 hours really focusing on like the aesthetics of the presentation, rehearsing it a lot of time, like going really in depth and I'm really super passionate about the topic and I don't have a lot else going on. But then other times when life gets chaotic, 
I might do two hours and that might just be the best that I can do with still taking care of my mental health and my physical health and getting enough sleep and balancing that work social life. Okay, number four is trust the timing. This was a really key affirmation for me for a long time. And I think that this is especially prevalent for me. Honestly, now too, there's just something about those three words that really hit home. And especially someone who's super interested in manifestation. And if you're interested in learning more about manifesting your desires, I'd highly recommend you listen to the episode I just recorded with Kimberly Wenya because she's amazing. I absolutely love following her on Instagram. And that conversation is literally like everything you need to know about manifestation. We covered it all in 45 minutes. And she, oh my God, she just has like the best energy. And I had so much fun talking to her. But especially in regards to manifestation and I feel like for me being patient and just knowing the universe, God, like whatever higher power you believe in, that everything's working out for you and just trusting the timing because again, another full circle moment that I had was sophomore year. I was really thinking that I was going to study abroad first semester during my junior year. And what happened was I actually couldn't end up going for a variety of reasons. And I was stressed out about making that decision too, because I have never been away from my family for four months at a time. And it was like very limited phone contact because you don't have your devices there at all. And that was like a really big decision for me. And I was super on the fence. Actually, I would have been there right now if I decided to go because it was a spring semester opportunity. And just reflecting back on that experience and knowing like that that experience was not meant for me at this time. Like I find so much relief in that because I know that I'm going to have such a great experience where I am now. I feel so grateful to have made such incredible friends over the past year, but trust the timing of your life because you don't always know everything because I think we tend to think like, oh, I know exactly what I want. And yes, maybe you know what you want, but you just have to trust that that thing will come at the right time. Okay. Number five, ooh, big, big, big one, especially for the first two years of high school. But number five, don't take anything personally. Honestly, if you can implement that, you will be so much better off because even looking back on the things that used to upset me or if people like said something or if they were acting weird or whatever the situation was that just really set me off, that really doesn't affect me as much anymore. And I won't say ever because I think that we always have to practice this, but if you don't take anything personally, your world just kind of shifts because something that was really hard for me is I'm not necessarily a people pleaser. I think I've I've definitely been trying to work on this, but I do like people to like me. I think that's a pretty natural human thing. You just want to be liked. You want to find community. You want to have good friends. So when you don't take anything personally, like if a friend says something weird to you or if somebody lashes out at you, you have to know that it's not you, even though it's so hard. So I'm going to give an example, but I had this friend and I was always the one initiating and she really wouldn't reach out. She just would never put that effort forward and would always be like, oh, I'm busy, but she was making time for other friends. And I'm like, whoa, like that's not okay with me. I need people who are going to prioritize me being in their life. At the time, I was super distraught, honestly. She was one of my closest friends and 
I thought I did something wrong. I was like, oh my God, like, did I say something? Did I do something? Nothing comes to mind. Did I upset her? And honestly, it was nothing that had to do with me. And I just had to take that off my chest because I needed to give myself the respect I deserved. And we really like to jump to conclusions as humans and be like, oh, was it me? But honestly, like I can promise you 99.9% of the time, if somebody's being weird, if somebody says something mean, whatever the situation is, I can promise you it's not you. And that has been something that was really hard for me to learn, but it'll change your life if you can practice implementing that. Okay, number six, the way you talk to yourself is important. And I'm trying to think what else I can say to elaborate off of this, but I think that that's pretty straightforward. People talk about being your own best friend. And although that does sound really cheesy, I think that the way you do talk to yourself is so important because like as we go on this crazy journey, life experience, all we will consistently have to rely on even if there's amazing people that stand by our side, you can't always count on other people to always be there for you 24 seven, because, you know, even if they want to be, things come up. And when you show up for yourself and when you treat yourself with the compassion that you deserve, like you just need to show up for yourself. I, I'm trying to figure out like how to say that. And I hope that, that makes sense, but words hold power and the way that you talk to yourself is so important Okay, number seven, the most painful experiences have the potential to bring you incredible healing and gratitude. So reflecting back on some of my life experiences, I think that the things that had hurt me the most in the moment that, you know, I really cried over that really just hit me deeply and really affected me, those experiences, they had the potential to leave me stuck in that energy for a really long time. I think a lot of times when something negative happens to us, it can be really easy to kind of just dwell around in those very low level emotions, like the anger or the sadness or like the depressive energy. And even though I definitely felt those emotions, and I think most of us have when we've experienced something painful in our lives, looking back on that, I have so much gratitude for those experiences because I have learned so much and I've grown so much as a person through that. And I think that that has really been an effect of me practicing the thought that life happens for you and not to you. And if you can like view everything that happens to you as a gift, and even if it's not a gift, just view it as an experience and something that you went through and it was a opportunity for growth, I think that has been one of the most pivotal mindset moments that I've had. Okay, number eight, not all of your thoughts are true. And, ooh, okay, yeah, this one, it's so funny because I think I used to assume that all of your thoughts are true because, you know, my mom, she kind of calls it like your monkey brain because you know when your brain on like honestly just goes on like those super weird tangents and sometimes you think like super crazy thoughts and you're like, where did that even come from? And sometimes your thoughts are weird and out there and disturbing and you're just like, what? And I think that this happens to us at varying degrees and sometimes just at weird times and just knowing that not all your thoughts are true that was so pivotal for me because I used to carry the belief with me that, you know, all my thoughts were true. But once 
I realized like you are not your thoughts all the time. Like sometimes our brains can just get a little bit crazy and go off on a tangent and you just have to like keep your peace and hold your steadiness and not believe everything that you think because again, comes back to self-compassion, but sometimes you might think negative things about yourself or others and you just have to come back to the realization and really just like take a step back and view yourself and be like, oh, is that actually true? Do I really believe that? Do I really feel that way? And that has been seriously such a key takeaway. Okay, number nine is something that I absolutely love. I first heard this on Ruby, which is a beautiful podcast by Sam and Eden. They are two teenagers. And if you're looking for a podcast that's similar to this one, I highly recommend checking their show out. They are beautiful humans. I've spoken to them before and they are doing great work. So that's Ruby if you're interested in another podcast. But they were talking about some of their core values as a brand and one of their, I guess, like cornerstones is your looks are the least interesting thing about you. And when I first heard that, that just gave me chills. And it's not said in a mean way at all. But like when you take a step back and you think about it, our society, and I think especially as young women, we place a lot of emphasis on how we look and on beauty standards and all of these things. And honestly, like just think about it. If you were just say like your beauty was the most interesting thing about you, like say, okay, maybe you're gorgeous. Maybe you're like a model. And we think that those people have it all going for them. Right. But if they don't have, maybe they don't have the personality or the wit or the humor or the intelligence or the compassion or the adventurous spirit or all of those beautiful things that come together to make up who you are as a person, like, can you imagine how sad that would be if all you were was just like, if you were just pretty, but you didn't have all of your other amazing characteristics to back you up with, what do you want to be known for? And I think that that is a really amazing journaling question if anybody's into journaling. But on that note, if we go on the premise that your looks are the least interesting thing about you, journal, or even just think about like, what do you want to be known for? Like, what's super important to you? Because you know, like we're born with how we look. We really can't change that. I mean, like there's plastic surgery and all that, but we're born with how we are. But the one thing that we can control and that really sets people apart is the people who have great personalities. I'm sure we can all look to a couple of people in our lives who maybe don't conventionally look like the perfect model or whatever that standard is in our mind, but their personality is so like 11,000 out of 10 that you're just like, oh my God, like I love them. Their energy is infectious. Everybody just loves being around them. And that makes them so much more of a beautiful person than just their looks. So that was a really amazing takeaway for me. And thank you to Eden and Sam and Taylor from the Ruby Co for coming up with that, because that is such a great mindset shift that I think all of us could think on. Okay. Number 10. Growth is not linear. And I feel like I've been seeing this a lot on social media, in podcasts, just a lot recently. I feel like this message has been coming up, but I know even for me, it's like once you learn a certain lesson, you're not done learning that lesson. That lesson's going to just keep showing up and showing up and showing up because you need to practice what you've learned and implementing it. Because again, maybe it's more 
impactful the first time around because you haven't had to deal with that experience before, but life is very circular and we keep having to repeat these similar lessons in different forms, different people in different places. So again, growth isn't linear. We all go through different patterns and cycles in our life that are highs and lows and ebbs and flows and growth is not linear. Okay. Number 11, take accountability for creating your own reality. And this one, so good. Okay. I'm going to go on a little story time. It won't be long. I promise. It's just, it's very applicable for number 11. But this past weekend, my school had homecoming and my friends and I, we all made an effort to actually enjoy the dance because there's kind of like the stigma that like, oh, like homecoming isn't as fun as prom or fall formal or whatever other dance there is. And we just all really made an effort and we had so much fun. It was so good. Everybody had such a good time. And I have really been practicing that in other areas of my life too, because on days that I have a lot of work to do, instead of being like, oh my God, I have so much work to do. I'm just going to mope throughout the day. Like, no, I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm going to take breaks. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to listen to good music. I'm going to make a fun matcha drink or coffee drink. I'm going to eat some good food, just like call friends, like just add in like fun little elements to my day to help break up that work. Because, you know, like life just happens to us. Like we're just experiencing life, but we are really gifted in the fact that we have the opportunity to choose how we interpret life going on around us. You know, it's like the cup half full, cup half empty kind of analogy where like some people get super annoyed when it's raining, but some people are just so excited to go out and like dance in the rain and like have a rainy day and like spend time inside and curl up with a blanket and like a warm matcha or a warm tea and watch Netflix or whatever it is. So just like perspective is everything. And we really do have the power to create the reality we want to live in. Okay, number 12. I found this quote the other day and I loved it. So I'm going to share it with you. When you build a home out of people, you forget to build your own. When you are constantly looking to other people and maybe changing yourself or relying on those other people for your happiness, you're not prioritizing yourself. You're not giving yourself the compassion you deserve. You're not giving yourself the respect you deserve. And like, you're forgetting to build your own home. You're forgetting to spend time with yourself. You're forgetting to prioritize taking time to sit with your thoughts and journal or meditate. It's super easy to love your friends so much, but maybe you're in a place right now where you're like, oh, Like when was the last time I took time to take care of myself? And maybe you have been hanging out with people a lot recently. And trust me, I absolutely adore my friends. I love people like talking to people, but maybe you just need to take a step back and just put up some boundaries and take some time to yourself and recuperate your energy. Okay. Number 13, self-compassion is everything. I feel like I've talked about this in the past couple of lessons because I think it all really boils down to self-compassion in a lot of different ways but I think just loving yourself you're with yourself like I said for your whole life and like I said earlier how you talk to yourself is so important because think about it like you could go through life and you could hate how you look you could hate how you show up you could really genuinely dislike yourself or you could just 
accept yourself for who you are. You could accept the fact that not everybody's going to like you and it's normal for not everybody to like you because honestly, if everybody in this world liked you, that would be a really, really, really interesting thing because not everybody has the same preferences. Like some people might think that you're too energetic, but the people who love you for you, they will absolutely like be so drawn to that energy and want to be around you and will appreciate that so much. So again, just know that your people will find you when you are being exactly who you are and show yourself that compassion to set boundaries, take time for yourself, kind of all the things that we've been talking about. But again, I just wanted to put it out there as its own little lesson, but self-compassion is everything. Okay. Number 14, we're getting close to the end. (laughs) Number 14 is you are worthy of everything you desire. This has really been tying into manifestation for me, but I think a lot of times as young women, we can feel unworthy or that it's selfish to want certain things. Like maybe it's selfish for you to want to have a certain job or want to have a certain relationship. There's a lot of I think the feeling of selfishness and almost like this guilt for wanting certain things that we think we're not worthy of because we're dreaming quote unquote too big or I haven't worked myself up. So like, I I don't deserve that because I didn't do all the action steps, but you are inherently worthy. And I think that worthiness is something that's really difficult to work on, but so, so, so needed to help build that sense of self-compassion within yourself. And Kimberly and I also talked about worthiness in that manifestation episode. I know I keep going back to that, but seriously, if you're looking for some worthiness tips, Kimberly shares everything that she's used and that really helps you manifest and create the life you desire as well. So inherent worthiness is something that I think we all just need to remind ourselves of. Okay. 15. Comparison is never worth it. Ooh, so good. I think this one's probably one of the more recent lessons for me because I definitely had like a little comparisonitis streak going on the past couple of weeks. And again, self-awareness is everything. Like honestly, if you can notice that you're comparing yourself to other people, that is so, so, so crucial. So giving you like a little hug and high five from across the mic, if you are noticing things because the first step to making a change is noticing and being really self-aware. So when I was noticing this comparisonitis, I just really had like this main takeaway. Like we are all so beautiful, just authentically ourselves and authenticity. I've talked about it a lot with my friends and it's just such a key value because when you show up authentically, not only do your people just magnetize to you, but comparison just isn't worth it. And honestly, like if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, whether it's like, oh, this person's smarter than me, or oh, this girl's prettier than me, or whatever the thought may be, just know what you see in others is a reflection of yourself. And it's a reflection of something that your intuition and like your inner knowing, it's saying, hey, I really like that about that person and I want to express more of that. So really identify what the comparison is and it may come off as like jealousy or admiration or whatever that may be, but whatever you see 
somebody else, that is exactly a reflection of yourself. And it's a really cool tool for self-growth, but what you see in others is a reflection of yourself and comparison is never worth it. Okay, number 16, be impeccable with your words. So I just finished reading The Four Agreements, which is a very popular self-help book all about Toltec wisdom and some of their basic foundational life teachings, which are the four agreements. So it's like four life lessons and things that if you can implement in your life, that that will greatly just transform your whole reality. And I highly recommend that if anybody's looking to get into more self-help books. I know I've been trying to read some more this year and that one's super short too. You can buy it on Amazon. I'm sure you can buy it all over the world. I know it's been translated into multiple languages And it's only like 100 pages and super fast to read. So even if you're a slow reader or you're not a super big fan of reading, this is definitely a book that everybody can get through. But one of the four agreements is to be impeccable with your word. And this is so, so, so important. And it's not only how you talk to yourself, but it's also how you talk to others. And in this book, they talk about how words are almost like poison arrows when we say something negative about somebody else, but they also have the capacity to really heal somebody and to kind of drop some sort of mirage or almost like filter, like filtered glasses that they may have been wearing if they view themselves. Because like, if you tell somebody authentically and from your heart, something that you really see in them, like, wow, like I really appreciate the way that you show up and you check in with me. Maybe that person was feeling really awkward about, am I reaching out too much? But you completely have the power to change somebody's perspective, not only of themselves, but of the world around them by really just using your words because words impact us so deeply. So just know that like your words can really have the power to transform somebody's life. Okay. And number 17, 17. Oh my God. So crazy. I still can't believe that I'm another year older, but The final lesson is always come back to yourself. And, you know, we've talked about all of these different things that I've learned over the past years, but honestly, if you take away one thing is always come back to yourself. At the end of the day, your opinion of yourself matters. It's your decision that matters. You control your life. You control what you want to do. Never give that power away to anybody else. Don't live for somebody else. Don't change yourself for somebody else. Like, Again, authenticity is so key and you always have to come back to what you desire, what you want to do. It's not selfish, which I think we've been so conditioned to think that prioritizing ourselves is selfish. But when you live a life where you are always checking in with yourself, when you're always checking in with your emotions and your thoughts and how you're feeling and what direction you really want to go in, you will always take aligned action. And that's ultimately what we all want to do. We all want to live a life that we love. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this podcast is really just to figure out how do we best live the life of our dreams? How do we accomplish these things? And how do we really become the best version of ourselves? And by always coming back to yourself, there is without a doubt in my mind that you will accomplish that. So thank you for tuning into this week's episode. I know I've had so much fun chatting in this March solo episode. I'm excited to reveal the guest for the next guest episode coming out two Sundays from now. If you love the podcast, go and share it with a family member or a friend. And if you could leave me a 
five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I would love to hear from you. And if you're new, feel free to follow along on Instagram. I post everything from plant-based recipes to new podcast episodes alerts. So you'll know exactly when everything's out. I ask for your feedback, what you're loving, what you want more of. And it's just such a fun community. Everybody loves the current aesthetic of the feed. I've heard such good feedback on that. And it's just a fun place to be. So that is at the Sunshine Signal on Instagram. And thank you for tuning in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Sunshine Signal podcast. It's so fun to be back on here again. And I am so excited to finally be releasing this episode with the amazing Sadie Sutton. Sadie is a 19-year-old student at University of Pennsylvania studying psychology, and she is the founder, host, and one-woman show really behind She Persisted, which is this amazing mental health podcast and platform. And every week on her podcast, she interviews different experts, people in the mental health field, and even just people with really amazing stories of adversity. So if you love our conversation here today, I'd highly recommend going over to She Persisted and checking out her podcast. And I'll have all of her contact information to social media, her website, and of course, her podcast linked in the show notes as always. So before we dive into today's episode, which is so amazing. We're talking all about mental health, as I'm sure you can tell by the episode title. And we talk a lot about different types of validation, how to really love yourself at your lowest, how to ask for help. Really, this is your ultimate guide to teenage mental health. We really don't leave much out. And we talk about her journey as well, which is so inspiring and empowering. But listening to it back, I really realized how amazing it is. I hope it makes you feel validated wherever you are in your mental health journey. And I did want to note that this episode is a little bit different than some of the other episodes that I've produced before. You may have noticed that there is the little E next to it, which means explicit content, because we do talk about a few sensitive topics surrounding mental health. And I know when I was at a point in my journey where I couldn't really take on the details of anybody else's mental health, and I really just need to prioritize my own mental health, my own emotional health, and really just health all around, which is what we're aiming to do here on this podcast. So just wanted to give you a brief warning that there is some sensitive topics like anxiety, depression, you know, suicidal ideation, and other things in this podcast. Of course, we are always bringing it up in an uplifting and empowering light, and we are here to inspire and encourage you to become the best version of you, but I know everybody's not always in the best place to receive that information. So that was just your little warning, but I hope that for those of you who are choosing to stick around for today's episode, that you will enjoy it as much as I do because Sadie is such a light. She knows so much about mental health and this episode is too good to be missed. <laughs> 